Jesus asks, who do you say that I am? Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning. Today we're moving on in Luke chapter 9. We're going to be looking at verses 18 through 20. In this passage, Jesus has a short but very interesting conversation with Peter. And behind his questions to Peter are a desire to engage Peter in a conversation about his identity. And these two questions reveal what Peter knows about what the crowds are saying about Jesus, who they think he is. Um, But then Jesus takes it uh, one step deeper by asking Peter what he thinks. And uh, this is a powerful little conversation, uh, and it's a revealing conversation. Now, the reality is, at some point in time, we are all confronted with the question that Jesus asks Peter. Probably at multiple times on our journey of faith, uh, we're faced with this question uh, that Jesus asked Peter. Uh, Peter uh, would uh, make certain faith declarations prior to uh, the crucifixion of Jesus. And then we're aware that uh, at the crucifixion, Peter, like the rest of the disciples, uh, went into hiding. And when Peter was confronted about his relationship with Jesus, he denied ever knowing him. And so it's interesting to see here uh, that Peter's insight into the identity of Jesus is growing deeply as the Spirit is impressing his heart with this truth, Uh, but later Peter would deny ever knowing him. So uh, let's uh, prepare to study this passage uh, by going before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We give you thanks for a new day. We give you thanks, Lord, that you're here with us as we study your word. Uh, You promise that wherever two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst of them. And Lord, uh, we trust that uh, in this little group of uh, uh, study-minded believers, uh, that you're here with us as we study your word today. Father, we pray that you would clear any distractions so that we might hear from you and hear clearly what you'd like to say to us. And we thank you for your word and what a gift it is in our lives. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is Luke chapter 9, verses 18 through 20. Once when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. (laughs) Well, we see from Peter's response that the Spirit was working on their hearts and impressing this truth on their hearts. They were beginning to see Jesus rightly as the Messiah. Now, that does not say that seeing him as the Messiah means they understood the trajectory of the Messiah's ministry. Um, Often, uh, because the expectation of the Jews was that their Messiah would be one who would uh, reestablish them politically as a superpower, uh, that they would, um, because of the Messiah, they would once again have national prominence and that they would be respected by other nations. 
and uh, those expectations often betray their understanding of Messiah. What they did not understand is that um, God's Messiah would be uh, a suffering uh, servant, that God's Messiah would lay down his life in order to spiritually redeem God's people. And so even though Peter sees clearly that Jesus is God's Messiah, the anointed one of God, the one sent to redeem Israel and to uh, save her, uh, their expectations may not necessarily follow in line with the kind of Messiah that Jesus came to be. And our expectations of God sometimes trip us up. Um, sometimes we try to box God in. We try to predetermine who and what God ought to be and how he ought to act in our lives, how he ought to come through for us. And we predetermine these things on the basis of our expectations. I once heard that an expectation is a premeditated resentment. I find that to be a powerful definition because the expectations that we hold people to are often unrealistic, unachievable standards and frequently unspoken so that uh, we're holding people to a certain bar that they're not even aware they're being held to. We play these games with God as well. Um, our expectations for God uh, often betray our understanding of who he is. And that's true for Peter and his companions as well. I want to ask you today, if uh, the, you had the opportunity to be physically present with Jesus, and he could ask you this question, I wonder what your response would be today. Um, my relationship with Jesus has been multifaceted uh, in, my, in his expression of love and grace and mercy to me, uh, of his expression of authority and strength and power in my life. Um, I, I certainly cannot pigeonhole him into being one thing only. Uh, he's my Savior, of course, because he died for me on the cross and uh, won my uh, liberty, won my freedom from sin. Uh, he is my Lord because uh, I've invited him into my life and said, Jesus, you be the leader. Uh, you lead the way and I'll follow. Um, he's my Redeemer. He's my Restorer. He's my friend. He's my brother. Um, he is my champion. <laughs> there are so many things. Um, he's my God, and I worship him. Uh, there are so many things that we can say about Jesus when we've had experiences with him, and it is our experiences with Christ in worship, um, in prayer, in times in God's word where the Holy Spirit of God reveals him to us. And so, my friends, I, I would hope and pray that we would rightly see Jesus for who he is, and if we um, have expectations that are unrealistic or unbiblical, if we try to box him into our predetermined notions of who he ought to be, uh, I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would bring conviction to our hearts so that we might see him rightly and allow him to be who he is. The fact of who he is doesn't change by our misconceptions and expectations. But it's my prayer that we would let him be who he is, that we would let him operate within our lives as he, as he desires to, so that we could experience the maximum benefit of a walk with Jesus, of, of knowing him personally. Um, his desire is to give us all that he has for us, but sometimes our expectations hold him back.
All right, my friends, God bless you on your journey today. Uh, I pray that God would be with you, that you would see his hand at work, and that you would find joy in the journey. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up again tomorrow. God bless.